3: Just follow me, because we get a little controversy.
0: Are you guys so watching the soap opera? You
4: want to get back me, into the soap just opera? Gut, it's just like all me, my children so with right. ugly people. Just me, Are there Republicans or Democrats? Me, so Not really. How many people that advocate for the debt ceiling deal for Kevin McCarthy, how many people that went and gave money and pretend themselves to be Republicans? I say it's 80%. 80% of Republicans have no idea. That right now the government has spent nearly $7 trillion. That's what it's spent in its fiscal year. The government has a different fiscal year because they have to trick the people. So it starts in roughly October. So they're on pace now to spend more than at any time in the history of the world. The American government is spending far more. And the agreement that Kevin McCarthy is touting as a win, yes, the same exact one that Joe Biden is touting as a win. You know, this one.
5: It was critical to reach an agreement, and it's very good news for the American people. No one got everything they wanted, but the American people got what they needed.
4: That's my favorite part, because those in on the fraud of government spending, those that benefit, those that pretend to have companies, those that get their sustenance from the redistribution of debt, they got what they wanted. And the people, most of whom are never in on the scandal, you got the bill. And that's the system of corruption that both Republicans and Democrats advocated for. And they have the same fear tactics as the eco-Nazis. Oh, no. You have to give up your way of life or the world will fall apart and all of the nonsense. And the people that advocate this do not understand what they're advocating for. Did you know, let's do a little math. You want to do some math, squirrel? No one said there would be math, but I'll keep it simple. Because there's a lot of simpletons who pretend to be patriots who advocate for... The destruction of the American currency and the the quality of your life. Did you know, Squirrel, that this government right now spends $5 trillion more, spends more, $5 more a year than they did the year before COVID? See, that's the last year we ever had of integrity where there was even, you could argue, it was a quasi-government funded economy. and, And you'd be right. But never was it orchestrated, mandated, regulated, and mitigated by the government. Now it is. So that's why you can hide the numbers. Joe Biden and the Democrats pretend that they cut the deficit and all the rest. It's all a fracking lie, like Kevin McCarthy, a liar, a fraud. He did more damage to you than Joe Biden because he pretended to be your guy. He's your friend. He's a Republican. They do more damage than the opposition. Everyone knows what Joe Biden is. Everybody knows he is a whore. He is an asset. He's a bribed politician who's never made an honest dollar in his miserable existence. But he's become very, very rich by selling policy information, by front-running policy, by inside deals, just like Newt Gingrich. He's become very, very rich. And the Republicans were supposed to stand against that, but so many of them are in on it. That's how Newt's worth $50 million. the same way Joe Biden is. It's just uh, maybe a little cleaner.
3: On May 10th, they issued a report showing that the Biden family allegedly funneled $10 million into their bank accounts while Joe Biden was vice president. Members of the committee have said there may be several national security concerns at hand here with their alleged ties to the foreign countries. Um, Admiral, have you read the report yourself, and do you personally think that there are any national security concerns here? No, and no. Okay. Thank you.
4: So no, I didn't read it. And no, I don't think there's any concerns because he's a traitor. Well, he's a traitor, just like the Republicans are traitors to the principles of Americanism, because the Republicans are the one that fund the destruction of our nation. They just funded all of it, all of the corruption that the Republicans pretend to run against. And if we just get Trump and Trump and Trump and Trump, you just gave away everything. You have nothing. You have no leverage. So just shut up if you want along with this. Shut up and keep your mouth shut. Because you're an idiot. You're a useless idiot. The Democrats have useful idiots. The Republicans have useless idiots. You're a useless idiot. And now nobody knows what the difference is. So I'm going to visit a time when this country changed the trajectory of destruction that it was on. Of course, following another Democrat. One who refuses to die, Jimmy Carter. We need to have... Uh, a realization that we've got about 35 years worth of oil left in the whole world. Wrong. He was wrong, and he insisted to be right, just like the Republicans today. But there was a small time, a respite, when we had a chance, when we changed the trajectory. And it wasn't under Trump, because Trump reversed the success he had for three years with one stupid
6: year. I was a Democrat most of my life. I became a Republican only not too many years ago. And um, I had the pleasure of telling some of those people that are saying the Republican Party ought to broaden its base the other day that uh, when I switched parties, I didn't do it because the two parties were alike. I did it because they were different.
4: That's a crucial importance, because now they're not different. Oh, one pretends to be more religious and more virtuous, but there is no difference, in particular, economically. Aside from the fact the Republicans may actually lie better. But Ronald Reagan didn't lie. Ronald Reagan knew the principles of what he was advocating for.
6: And I hope we have once again reminded people that man is not free unless government is limited. There's a clear cause and effect here that is as neat and predictable as a law of physics. As government expands, liberty contracts.
4: It's that simple. So what the Republicans did to you was massively expand that government spending. Where now it's going to be normal. For government to spend $9 trillion, $10 trillion, that is the new norm. Because in this government spending of nearly $7 trillion, there's something you need to understand. Nearly $4 trillion of the spending is just the VIG called interest. $3.78 trillion goes to interest payment. Who gets it? Do you think there's a Republican moron that isn't elected that knows who gets it? The answer is the Federal Reserve, banks, and those fraudsters that lie, cheat, and steal, and then get bailed out when they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar, like Silicon Valley Bank. So the velocity of our money, the, the private sector, gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And then they advocate, there's $24 trillion at stake. These are simpletons who do not realize, out of that $24 trillion, in order to shake it up, you need to make sure the government can't continue to to marry its money with ours. The shutdown would have been the greatest thing that this country ever had. And it's the reason that the only president, the only one to change the trajectory economically of borrowing and spending and that dot, 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 was Ronald Reagan, not Donald Trump. It was Ronald Reagan. And Ronald Reagan shared something with Donald Trump. If you remember when Donald Trump wanted to shut the government down, he said I'll do it. Unlike any Republican today. That's where I'll give him credit. Up until that last year, he was on pace to be the next Ronald Reagan. But we only really had one. Why was Ronald Reagan's
0: presidency so significant?
1: Ronald Reagan plays an important role in the modern presidency for two big things that he did. One, on the domestic front, he broke considerably with the kind of way of doing things in Washington, he uh, basically, in response to the New Deal, Franklin Delano Roosevelt and the Great Society from Lyndon Johnson, uh, President Reagan came in and said, no longer is government your friend in American life. The government is actually the problem. This was the message of his inaugural address. Um, And he and he shut the government down every year of
4: his presidency. Every year. And the ramification was an economic boom that lasted 30 years. More businesses for all races, all sexual preferences, anybody who was an American. That's the last time you heard the phrase yuppie. There are no yuppies anymore. In fact, there are four and a half million less Americans in the workforce today than before Donald Trump and the Democrats shut the country down. Four and a half million less. That's with all the phony baloney jobs that the Republicans just continued to pretend were real by funding the Biden corruption. That's who funds it. So now they're going to come out. And I have all the clips and I'm sure all the other shows are going to play. James Comer and the rest of it, a bribery. And he's right. These are great little tidbits to run on your campaign for. But Jimmy Comer isn't going to do jack about it. And neither are any of the fracking Republicans that just paid for the bribery you pretend you're against. See, that's who paid for Joe Biden's bribery.
2: Could they end up showing more
5: Biden family business dealings with other countries? This document was dated, I think you all know this, from the subpoena on July 30th, 2020.
4: And none of it matters, because Democrats are not offended by thievery. They want in on it. That's why they continue to vote for Democrats. And no better example than the sewer of corruption and the punchline of the world called Chicago. There isn't any better. And Illinois, in fact. And as simultaneously with this, it's J.B. Pritzker is all excited about signing a budget that mixes federal welfare money, pretends to be successful, bribes companies to get in. Now, if you had a chance to stop it, would you? Well, the National Republicans just stabbed you all in the back. And it was through that that you prioritized the spending, something that Ronald Reagan did every year. He was president and he is the only one to change the the trajectory and enrich the American and strengthen our currency. He's the only one. No other president ever did. Now they're all selling the same bulldog,
6: the same Joe Biden thing. Oh, it's great now. We averted an economic crisis an economic collapse we're cutting spending and bringing the deficits down at the same time.
4: <clears throat> and the Republicans agree. And every citizen that agrees with that, you know what you are? You're a useless idiot. Because we had a chance to stop it. And now, right on cue, Shalanda Young. Guess what else she's going to do? Oh, it comes lockstep with what their plan is. What they're going to do is guarantee feudalism by raising taxes, but not on not on any of the LLCs that Hunter Biden, not on any of the bribery schemes at O'Hare Airport, not on anything that the Democrat corrupt mafia participates in, but only on the honest people, the Republicans that pretend they got to win.
7: We always said if you have a true budget discussion, if you want to really deal with deficits in this country, you got to talk about revenues. Uh, We brought it up over and over with Republicans. We're not going to give up
4: on this. Now, connected lowlife Roach. Democrats, they circumvent these taxes. You sold your life story, Mr. Sharpton, to your own charity. How much money did your charity pay you for the rights to tell your story?
1: Parliamentary
7: inquiry, Mr. Chairman, this is an outrage. Now that's another idiot
4: from Texas who doesn't like when these scams get exposed. But this is how you're going to have to circumvent. See, you're going to, you too are going to have to create escorts and L.L.T.s and blah, 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 And then you sell your story to yourself and you hide the money. Like all the Democrat mafia members. Like this taffy apple looking freak, Al Sharpton. Scum that he is. He had a tax problem right until Barack, he likes big butts and he cannot lie, got into office. Then his $4 million in taxes he owed disappeared. And now, he'll never pay taxes again. So raise the taxes on all the mechanics and the truck drivers. And the hardworking Americans out there.
6: The lady was not recognized.
5: The gentleman will proceed. How much money did your charity pay you, you personally, for the right to tell your life story? <clears throat> my
4: charity owed a certain amount of money to me and asked, could they use? You know, for a guy that could cook up a swindle, you think he could say the word ask, but he can't. But he doesn't pay taxes. That money
6: to have the right to sell any rights to my life, be it documentary that's some so over the a answer, dollars. can I finish? Was
7: it over half a million
6: dollars? Can I finish? Whatever the More sum was, half a million the, dollars sub,
7: whatever whatever the sum,
2: whatever the sum. To tell your life story. Because I think the, most the, people would see the, that the Charity
7: a fraud. Again,
4: a fraud the charity of again. Charity again owed me a certain amount of money but that they would have had 000? to pay. I want an answer. In- Kevin McCarthy had a chance to expose and go through all of this. Instead, he's in on it. And so are all of you that supported this. All of you that supported this deal. You now fund the scum that's bankrupting our nation.
5: I think business can be a force for good, but I, I don't represent the government. But, you know, everyone knows I'm an American patriot. So I'm sitting here in China, but I'm a red-blooded, full-throated, free enterprise capitalist. And,
4: and- No, you're not Jamie Dimon. You're a corporatist whore and a fraud and a liar, just like that fink Son of a dog at BlackRock.
8: You, you now make a point of, that's, a, that's an investment criteria for you.
0: Well, behaviors are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're, going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors,
9: and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors.
4: Now, BlackRock owns stock in Fox Business and Dominion. They owned a lot of stock in both. So it would be in their best interest to make sure the information about the government-backed Government invested. Blackrock. Never gets out, isn't it? Smart. Almost the smartest Pfizer. And by the way, what you did by advocating for a debt ceiling deal, you paid them all off. Congratulations. Do you like winning Republican style? 312-642-5600. Idiot.
0: Make money, smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show, on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
4: You either want to have an economy built on private property or government spending. Simple. Now, you can make a lot of money on government spending if you're in the mafia. If you're in that short-in-the-pants mafia, you too can pretend to be a... Airport uh, runway builder at O'Hare. Go ahead. Get yourself one of those Jane Byrne jobs. You'll be fine. Or if you're shooting a little lower, you get on the uh, street department in Chicago. Go ahead. Kiss a little that Irish ass and get yourself one of those phony pensions. But I prefer a private economy. I remember when the economy was booming. Jobs were everywhere. Businesses were opening. I remember. it. See, the other economy, the Democrat mafia economy, that's what killed Russia not to mention Venezuela. You know, Venezuela didn't have a debt ceiling. Oh, no, it didn't. Venezuela, the, the the largest oil-producing country in South America, bar none. And look what happens when the government handles the money. In the meantime, what's it look like when you have somebody of character and understanding of who this country is for? This country isn't for Joe Biden or Newt Gingrich or these half-assed contractors to pretend to be men. This country's for... The single mom who can work three jobs, pay the rent, and build wealth. But under government spending, when the government spends $10 trillion, when they destroy the value of your dollar every day and guarantee future taxation, now that's why you go got the welfare rolls that are like they are today. Where 63% of this country can't write a check for $400. Not to mention the massive, massive growth in welfare, the ridiculously low job participation numbers that we don't talk about anymore. But I remember when a man stood for principles.
6: My fellow Americans, just this week we had some very good economic news. Jobs are up and unemployment is down, all the way down to 6.8%, the lowest rate in more than five and a half years. So I'd like to talk See, to- now the numbers are cooked because
4: we allowed, after Reagan Bill Clinton to break the jobs number into six categories and a birth death death rate of companies, which is another fracking scam. But when Ronald Reagan took over, the idiot who thought oil was going to run out in 35 years had it at about 16%.
6: ...to you today about the new strength of the American economy and what we can do to keep our economy growing. You'll remember that when our administration took office in 1981... Inflation was raging in the double digits. Today, inflation is down to less than 4%. In 1981, interest rates were soaring. The prime rate reached more than 20%, and interest rates generally were at the highest level since the Civil War. Now, interest rates have tumbled. The prime itself... See, so when you hear moron Republicans,
4: useless idiots, pretend that Paul Volcker worked for Reagan, number one, Adolf Volcker worked for Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan lowered interest rates. He didn't raise them. That's another, what do they call it now, Squirrel, instead of a bald-faced lie from a rat-whore politician? Oh, that's misinformation. It's misinformation. I prefer what it is, a bald-faced lie from a whore politician.
6: ...has dropped by more than half, and we expect long-term interest rates to drop still further. When we took office, strong economic growth seemed an impossible dream. Today, we're enjoying one of the strongest economic expansions since the end of World War II. Business productivity in the third quarter of 1985 increased at a strong annual rate of 3.7%.
4: By the way, what you're hearing now is when the Democrat imbeciles said he had dementia. Oh, I know. They put up with this. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) But they said Ronald Reagan had dementia. Ronald Reagan had principles. And that doesn't go well among Republicans, and definitely not Democrats.
6: Real business fixed investment as a share of real gross national product hit a record high in 1984, rose to a new high in 1985, and is reaching for yet another historic high.
4: That's the ramifications of standing for something. That's the last man we had in office who understood the principles of not just economics, but of America. America. And he shut this government down eight times, you freaking morons, who were afraid. Are you afraid? Oh my God. You cowards. Cowards and morons. They're called McCarthy Republicans.
0: 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show at am The answer. AM 560. The answer.
4: Squirrel, put your shirt on. This isn't the dollhouse. Sickle.
6: And I want to say this to the television audience. I made my mistakes. But in all of my years of public life, I have never profited, never profited from public service. I've earned every cent. And in all of my years of public life, I have never obstructed justice. And I think, too, that I can say that in my years of public life, that I welcome this kind of examination. Because people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got.
4: Joe Biden's a crook. Been a crook for five decades. 50 years of stealing. Along with how many Democrats and a lot of Republicans. How much is Mitch McConnell worth? Oh, it's the wife and the Chinese shipping heiress. Huh. Huh. Jamie
5: Dimon's in China. So is Fink. And so the governments have to talk. Every government has national security in mind. And how do they they get better at national security? I know there's criticism about the American global system. But that American global system has done an extraordinary... It's not American. You know, if you go to America, a lot of Americans complain about NATO and WTO and WHO and the United Nations. But it's lifted up. Look what it's done for China. I think that the global system has been fabulous for China. So
4: weak in America... Strengthen the Communist Party.
5: Well, sure, they have an interest
4: to do so. And Jamie Dimon is a liaison of corruption. So is Fink. And they have trillions. They don't steal like the people in Chicago, who steal Louis Vuitton on occasion and $950 without prosecution. They steal trillions. And Republicans just funded it all. Nice going, dummy. Uh George, Naperville.
10: In the words of the Rolling Stones, you can't always get what you want, but sometimes you get what you need. This budget will keep Biden and his compromising buddies' rackets going.
4: Yes, he will. And by the way, the Rolling Stones were talking about women. And later at night, sometimes they're less attractive than in the beginning of the evening. Tom in Blue Island.
10: Hey, Sean Diddos' brother. You know, I heard when you played that clip from Reagan... What you said went exactly through my mind of how they used to say how Reagan was losing his mind. And listen to how cogent he sounded. And moreover, in both of his two autobiographies of his, or two biographies of his I read, they talk about how much when he got shot really did affect him, but he refused to let that information out. And compare that to that idiot we got now, my friend.
4: Yeah, and the guy that shot him, he's making paintings now or singing songs. What's he doing? I mean, I know he used to hang around with the Bush family. What's he doing now, the guy that shot him, Hinkley? Oh, yeah, he's he's walking around in the park, that crooked bastard. In the meantime, let's hear a little bit more. He makes me feel good, Squirrel.
6: This investment means our economic engines are being recharged with new means of production, new high-tech equipment like computers, communication systems, and electronic gear, and at a faster rate than ever before. Perhaps the best news concerns the creation of jobs. During 1985 alone, the number of payroll jobs increased by 3 million. And today, almost 110 million Americans are employed.
4: By the way, when he did that, the population of the country was tremendously lower than it is today. Not to mention the illegal aliens. Oh, yeah, they were never to be found. Uh, Well, they were around, but not really. Uh, But back then, even Democrats stood against that.
0: All Americans... Not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens
4: entering our country. Oh, good thing, Bill, you've been you've been disgraced into complacency. Now sit in the corner, shut up, and pretend that big legged woman is your wife, Teresa Brass Coast. <laughs> Hi, Sean. How Brass are you? Coast. Man, oh man, you Checking see Hillary in. Clinton? I'm wa- good. You see Hillary Clinton walk by? Jockeys try to jump on her back. She's built like a quarter horse. Go ahead.
8: Yes. Well, don't insult horses, Sean. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. you're right. <laughs> oh, and I, want, I just wanted to thank Squirrel for the uh, Stones intro because I'm a Stones freak. So thank you, Squirrel. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the problem with Democrats and Republicans, they're both the same and they have been for years. And I can completely understand why you don't want to vote, because in the end, it's a loss. I mean, it really is. No, no matter who you it's vote not for, it's-, it's a loss.
4: It's not worth your day off. It's not worth right. your time. Now I realize right. that decades ago in Illinois, did you see what the uh, who's the idiot that uh, signed the thing about illegal aliens being police? What the hell's her name? I forgot her name. The the, the head of the Republicans, uh, McCumbie, she signed the, yeah, the, yeah. the the bill for the illegal aliens to be police. Yeah, oh, okay, go ahead. How do you swear to uphold the Constitution when you're not a citizen? But then again, it doesn't Definitely. matter. Democrats don't uphold the Constitution. And maybe that's what she meant. She's just been beaten down so much and beat into futility. She's like uh, Bill Clinton, sitting in a corner pretending a big-legged woman is his, her wife. Well, listen, yep. Teresa, thank you very much. And that's that's the point, right? That's why I would. Yep. I have more hope of a secession than the yes. elected Republicans yeah. standing for anything. After all, what they show you time in and time again is they bend for everything. Thank you very much. And what about all of the... All of the problems with you know the subsidized Obamacare and all oh with the debt ceiling increase, it just gets paid, yes, just move the commas over, and all the money in Blackrock just keeps going, yeah, and they admit they 're going to control you
0: fifty four percent of the incoming class are women we We added four more points in terms of diverse uh, employment this year, and it, if it it's, you know what we are doing internally is if you don 't achieve these levels of impact, is your compensation could be impacted, okay? There you go.
4: Extortion, a nice government corrupt way. And that's how you build oligarchs. And now this fink is the perfect oligarch. So is Jamie Dimon, and so is Jim Comer. Jim Comer, a crook. what, What was the communist name that he supported? The communist vote is a vote for life. A vote for the communist ticket. It is a vote to end racism. Yeah. Jim Comer And John Brennan both supported Gus Hall. Both communists. Here he is now, luxuring us on virtue.
9: Our Constitution really does give a rogue president, which is what this would be, tremendous power to destroy. And so that's why I'm trying to warn people. Given the way he said he intends to operate if he's reelected, this will be something we could never have imagined. Again, it seems like science fiction in a way. But it's what another four years of Donald Trump really promises, which is why people criticize CNN for their town hall. I want the American people to stare at the threat that we're facing and understand that they cannot take the next election off.
5: You were Republican most of your life, uh, but voted for and you may still consider yourself one, but voted for Biden in 2020. Do you intend to vote for him again or is there anyone on the Republican side you might consider if it's not Trump?
9: It has to be Joe Biden. And, and I'm glad he's willing to serve. It has to be somebody committed to the rule of law, committed to the values of this country. And I, I'm not talking about policy. People can disagree about policy. There are things above those disagreements that all of us should think about the same way. The president must be someone who abides the law and our constitution. And there's no one else but Joe Biden.
4: Jim Comey is a Republican. Jim Comey is a Republican. He's the same kind of Republican that supported the debt ceiling increase. He's the same kind of Republican that paid for all of the corruption you pretend to be against. He's the same kind of Republican like Kevin McCarthy and all of the people who cheered for the deal. He's a traitor. Like all of them. 312-642-5600. Ta-da! You're a Democrat.
8: I was just listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you.
0: AM 560,
4: the answer. Interest rates are going to go up, boys and girls. Failure will continue. Prepare yourself. What's evident? is that you do not have a political team fighting for you, a political side. You have nothing. So prepare yourself. Don't think there's going to be anybody to come and save you. The Ronald Reagan years are dead. The principles he stood for are dead. He had saboteurs in his system, too. His vice president, low-life roach, lying fraud that he
6: was. The truth is, no matter how hard you work, no matter how strong this economy grows... No matter how much more tax money comes to Washington, it won't amount to a hill of beans if government won't curb its endless appetite to spend. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. It is time to reawaken this industrial giant, to get government back within its means and to lighten our punitive tax burden. And these will be our first priorities, and on these principles, there will be no compromise.
4: That died with him. There is no compromise with the wrong answer. There's just you agreeing to be wrong. That's called the Republican Party, circa 2023. How did Kevin McCarthy do when he came to raise money? I hope he didn't raise $5. And if I would have been there, he would have lost what he had in his pocket. Scoundrel. You know, I've been called a bully, squirrel. Did you know that? And to a certain extent, it's right, but I only bully the bullies. Oh, but I do. I won't let you lie or wiggle or fraud the principles I stand for, ever. And I identify you for what you are, a traitor to the American principles. I fight for, not only fight for, I pay taxes for. Oh, I'm one of those pesky guys, squirrel. It's true. I wouldn't take any amount of money from this roach government, ever. But they extort me on a daily basis. But that's the difference between people with character and principles and those without. And sometimes those without they pretend they do. Those are the most dangerous of all the sloths, of all the roaches, of all the leeches. Those are Republicans. Uh Corey Woodlawn. Hey, good afternoon, Sean.
2: When I heard Call Me speak, I asked myself, what would make a conservative talk the way he does about
4: Joe Biden. Corruption, right? Protecting the scheme and protecting the illusion. How could, you know, here's my thing, Corey, how could anybody defend Joe Biden? Joe Biden has been a very well-known political whore, just like Mike Madigan, just like the Daly family, just like Rahm Emanuel. I mean, you know, this is the thing, Corey, this is why you can't How do you compromise with a criminal? How do you compromise with a scoundrel? You don't. You know who you compromise with, Corey? Your brother, your mother, your wife. You compromise with people you love. And that doesn't mean you have to agree to be a swindler or a criminal, but in politics that's what it means. And we're so far down the prairie path. We're so far unmoored from those principles that we are now pretending that it's the right thing to do. And it's because people have lost their perspective of right and wrong. And really, Corey, when's the last time in your life you can think when a politician or anybody said, I just can't do that? I can't do that. You never hear that anymore. They can do anything. Just ask mm-hmm. them. And the, in, there lies, in there lies the government supremacy that will destroy the quality of life for anybody not in it, not in the scam. And when it becomes more advantageous to work for the crime than it does, to be honest, then the, the area is lost. Then you're Venezuela, you're Cuba, you're the Soviet Union, you're Ukraine. And unfortunately, you're Washington, D.C. now. And in there lies the problem. But what's best for me and you and your daughter and my daughters and all the rest of it is honesty and integrity. Where do you find it, Corey? You have to go to states that reject it. That's the answer. And what kills me is that you're a wonderful guy. I need you to get out of there. I want you to come here by me. And that's what saves this country. Not going along with it. Because you can't stand a chance against the leviathan of corruption once the people accept it. And that's what they do in these Democrat areas. And there's no amount of kids that get killed on the weekend. There's no amount of merchandise that gets stolen. There's no amount of businesses that go under because there's always the lie. And it's a beautiful lie. Just look at Pritzker as he signs the budget tape. you're doing great, Corey. You just don't know it. So I need you to come by me. That's what's best for you. Not staying there. Thank you very much, brother. And that gets people mad. That gets people mad. Oh, how dare you? How could you... Because I don't care about all these scoundrels. I care about the good people. The good people. You can't fight back when the state government is so corrupted, there's no longer a representative republic. And I just described the once great city that is now, has more shootings than uh, Kiev. It's Kiev. Chicken Kiev, it's Kiev. It's not Kiev, it's Kiev. 1,500 years, Kiev. Lemo Chris... Yo, Sean. Hey, I want to
10: know what happened to this $1 trillion infrastructure package because these roads in Chicago are terrible.
4: Yeah, well, if you had one of those, if you could put, what do they call those things you put, the traffic cone, not the other thing, the horse. If you could put the horse and it said Lemo Chris on it, and you were sitting at Tom's Steakhouse pretending to be a contractor, you'd love that scam because you don't have to God. fill a fracking pothole. You just got to give 30% back to the Democrat scum that got it for you. You see, it's a wonderful right. scam if you're in on it. If you're driving through potholes, you need a new, uh, what do they call it, ball bearing. Thank you very much, All Lama right. Chris. All right, buddy. Thank you. Candice, Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin.
8: Sean, we have been fooled by patriotic dopamine for years now. And look, how, look at Rauner. Rauner is the perfect example.
9: Mm-hmm. He
8: claimed to be a common man, wore his little shirt, and had the Democrat yeah. wife. And look what happened. Now we have abortion uh, paid by taxpayers. That is a disaster. Well, and I think that they saw that and saw other people doing the same thing. But, I mean, they saw that and said, look, all you have to do is, is throw out the patriotic porn and yeah. this and that, the, the NRA porn, and there you go. And you That's what it. Kevin
4: McCarthy and the Republicans did, right? They did it for yeah. – it's a great deal. Yeah. Here's the thing, Candace. Ronner was easy to spot because I have my number one rule, which I think you know. Contrary to a very popular Italian song. Never trust a billionaire with an ugly wife. 312-642-5600.
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in america he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the declaration of independence in the other he's sean thompson and this is the sean thompson show this looks like a job for me
3: so everybody just follow me because we need a little controversy
4: I was watching uh, Chicago News this morning. And what did you have? One less shooting than you had on the three day weekend? One station had 52, another one had 43. Whatever the case is, one thing's for certain Chicago is a hellhole, a ghetto. And unfortunately, it's still going to practice government supremacy and fascism and pretend it's saving the people. It doesn't work. It doesn't work anywhere. The only thing the people have to do is save themselves from the characters that vote Democrat. So, you're going to need some amendments. You're going to need some rights. You're going to need uh, all kinds of things. My next guest specializes in this field. He is Luis Valdez. Valdez, excuse me. Uh, he's a friend of mine, also a fellow Floridian, and somebody who understands not just the Second Amendment, but the principles of freedom and liberty. It often takes the descendants of those who were oppressed under communism to understand. Luis, how are you? Good, my brother. How are you doing today? Oh, I'll tell you, I'm aggravated. I'm aggravated. But then again, I remember I made the best of a worse situation and I went to a free state. But as I watch these numbers skyrocket in a formerly great city like Chicago or New York or the chaos, I understand that the only people that are going to survive this are people that practice their right to defend themselves, their life, their liberty, and their pursuit of happiness. And you're going to need the Second Amendment to do it in these hellholes. So is there good news? I saw the Texas judge just uh, had a ruling. Is there good news for the fellow Illinoisans? In this decision, there there is good news. If any
10: Illinoisan is a member of Gun Owners of America, they are covered under this preliminary injunction.
4: Wow! Come on, that's a great statistic. So you're saying if I join, let's say I wasn't, let's say I was stuck in Illinois and my wife won the argument, and I had to stay there, and yada yada yada. If I was a member of Gun Owners of America, I could. I could participate in my Second Amendment, right?
10: That's correct. That's the current ruling as how I am uh, understanding it, that anyone that was a member of GOA at the time that the injunction was filed, that they are covered under that injunction, and they could still legally retain their braced firearms.
4: Am I glad I've been having you on now for over a year? We have a lot of listeners. I'm hoping they took uh, advantage of me telling them that you were fighting for the Second Amendment right, but how in the world does the government get to pick American citizens who get rights and those who don't? How did we get to this point, and what does it remind you of?
10: Oh, this reminds me very much of titles of nobility and separate classes that we saw in Europe and elsewhere, and Sadly, this injunction, I wish this injunction wasn't a preliminary injunction. I wish it was just a flat-out ruling that government wrong, constitutional rights prevail. But sadly, we're not there yet with this court case, but it is moving forward. But how we got here is very simple. The Biden administration was given a blueprint on gun control, on how to enact gun control by a bypassing Congress, and it was given to them by the previous administration, and they took that blueprint, and instead of going after bump stocks, they went after pistol braces. And now we see the end results of government edicts, of not even government edicts, of dictatorial edicts, where the president thinks he's pharaoh like Ten Commandments, you know, the old, you know, the old line. <laughs> so it is said, so it is written, so yeah. it shall be done. You know, that's what Biden thinks. Yes.
4: But last I checked, this is the United States of America, and you and I, we have these things called rights. Well, Hugh Brenner was a man. That's another one of the big differences. But the nice thing that we have is uh, a state that fights for those rights. Now, from what I can ascertain, we got about what twenty-two states that fight for the rights of their citizens to practice Americanism. Um, the ones in the other states really are oppressed, and yet the numbers do not lie. Of course, the good—you know the, the sad news is most of the people educated in the Chicago public school system can't read. But the numbers do not lie, and ultimately, will they have to admit this failure, in your opinion? Or are those people that are either crooked enough or dumb enough to continue to support fascism, do you think uh, we are headed towards a revival of Americanism and the rights that come with it? Or are you fearful that uh, Democrat fascism and those ghetto architects are winning?
10: I honestly think we are on the cusp of another American revivalism that we are seeing the the beginnings of the sparkings of liberty. You have a you have the baton being passed off generationally. This is really the first time in a long time that the younger generation is now the majority voting generation. And I'm talking about Gen Xers and millennials and and even some of the Gen Zers now, you know, they're all coming of age. They're all now political forces. And they've looked at what their, their parents and grandparents did. And I'm not trying to, you know, say that, oh, baby boomers were bad. They're the But they saw and they said, okay, you guys did certain things. You know what? Certain things worked. Certain things didn't. You guys laid the foundations for the civil rights movement. You guys laid the foundations for expanding civil liberties. Fantastic. We're gonna take it from here. And now we see such a proclivity of freedom abounding in the what would have been considered, you know, just ten years ago, five years ago, some of the oddest places. Look at different organizations sprouting up. Of course you have gun owners of America that's been here for decades. But outside of the gun world you have, you know, various Moms for Liberty type organizations You have these parental rights organizations You have these educational rights Homeschooling organizations You have all of these people That are coalescing around The simple Interconnected principle Of constitutional liberty Because the second amendment Is interconnected and joined out the hip With the first amendment, the fourth amendment The fifth amendment and so on and so forth And so goes with everything else If the people are disarmed, the people can't practice their religion, they can't speak freely, they can't educate their children, they can't uh, bring home uh, um, money from their hard work and labor. So yeah, this is, we are on the cusp of seeing, as you said, a revival of Americanism. I love it.
4: Now, Louis Valdez, you are the director for Florida when it comes to Gun Owners of America, and you... This organization, your organization, actually brought the case. That's why it covers Illinois. Is that correct? Yes. How does how you know, I, I, I'm so aggravated that the law works that way. So, in other words, everybody else, you are denied your Second Amendment rights. Now, I'm wondering, are you going to bring more cases? And do you often, when you talk to your legal advisors, can, is there an explanation for how the same kind of government supremacy that's practiced in these corrupt Democrat states can let people out who get caught with guns within hours, so they're a revolving door of law enforcement, they go back out on the street, they rob, rape, and murder, or they call it the weekend. And this is normal, but yet anybody who wants to carry a gun legally has a big problem. Have, has any lawyer ever been able to explain the rationale in that?
10: Well, the rationale that they try to explain in pushing gun control is, oh, well, this is public safety outweighing civil liberties. Well, the Bruin decision clearly smacked them upside the down and said, ah, it doesn't work that way. You can't use these two- or one-step balancing act. It is a civil right. The government cannot infringe upon a civil right, no more, no less. So we're going to have a myriad of court cases coming down the pike that, that are going to reverse this and GOA is going to be on the forefront of this because there's court cases we're filing left and right so many that I can't even keep track of because I talk to the legal eggheads up in, in Springfield and I constantly tell, what's going on now and they oh, well we got this and we got that and we got this and I read all the opinions and all the court filings and in the end I'm like okay I'm confused you guys are, have the JDs. You're all the Juris Doctorates for a reason. You guys fight this. I'm going to do the grassroots efforts. And that's where people like you, Sean, come in, because you are a beacon of liberty, and you give people like me a platform to educate and voice the concern of the average American, because our founding fathers said it beautifully. E pluribus unum. Out of many one, and together, as Americans, we are clawing back our freedoms from the despotic rule that has been created over a 100 years ago.
4: Lewis, the greatest advertisement for why everyone should go to Gun Owners of America, it's just Gun Owners. uh, What's your website again? Gunowners.org. Gunowners.org. Why everybody should go there is that if you are trapped in these corrupt mafia-run states, and you are not a member of gun owners, you are not entitled to your Second Amendment. So that's the greatest advertisement is this last ruling. Now, where does this come in with the ruling also that said, you know, you can send kids to pretend to be Ukrainians and and give them weapons and make them cannon fodder, but in America they can't carry guns, and now it was just ruled unconstitutional to prevent anybody under 21 from having a gun. Were you part of that case, or is that a separate case? That's a a separate case, and I think we
10: had a part to play in that, too. Um, I know that on the state level, you had Texas and Tennessee that just had rulings, or uh, both of their attorney generals said, you know what, we're not going to defend these under-21 carry bans anymore. Hey, this applies to everyone across the board that's 18 and up. And I know, I believe the case you're talking about was out in Virginia. Yes. Where it was purchasing a handgun. Right. Yes, because there's a federal ban on purchasing a handgun. And right now, here, my own home state of Florida, we have a lawsuit going forward. And by we, I mean the the gun-owning community as a whole. There's a lawsuit going forward uh, to repeal the under-21 purchase ban here in Florida. And it's going, it's going to go before an en banc panel, which means all the judges are going to review it, because the, the first three-judge panel actually strangely upheld gun control to be constitutional. But, you know, so as they say, a broken clock is right twice a day, which means every other time of the day the broken clock's wrong. So these three judges, they were the wrong ones. But in the end, through GOA's steadfastness and its hard work, And part of that hard work is through its members, because every penny that a member donates, every penny that a gun owner donates, goes towards the fight. And more importantly, through grassroots activism, because it's not just the courts. It's gun owners organizing, petitioning, and airing their grievances with their government officials and saying, we will not stand fast. We will not go into the good night quietly. We will stand here and we will defend our rights.
8: And Lewis, that is
4: I, why we win. I keep thinking of um, how this could have changed things throughout history if people had the Second Amendment rights. And then I, I, I have to review the news because I, I, too, fled to Florida. But I have to review the news in Chicago. And I review it. I don't sleep much. So I review it a lot. And to watch the numbers of these young kids getting shot. Now, Now, listen. They're not angels. Half of them are in the gang and the rest of it. But to watch the numbers just increase at such a pace, you think it's a war zone. And I'm just talking Chicago. When you add up New York, New Jersey and all of these Democrat totalitarian states where the politicians all have bodyguards, by the way. And you add it up and you look at the numbers in war zones and you realize in American Democrat run cities, more people are shot than war zones. How much of this are we going to put up with, or is the plan to just run out of people to shoot? <laughs> Honestly, I think what it's coming down to is, Amer-
10: is the American public ha- have spoken loudly with their wallets. Gun purchases across the country have skyrocketed, even in yeah. Illinois. And it's yeah. not the criminals, it's the law-abiding saying, you know what, to hell with you. We're going to defend ourselves.
7: Right.
0: And
10: so if, honest-
4: if, if you don't want to join a subsidiary of the El Rukins, then you have to go to gunowners.org. Because that's the only way you're going to be allowed to carry your weapon because gunowners.org is suing the fascists called Democrats throughout the country so that you can have your Second Amendment. It's that simple, is it not?
10: It is that simple, and even more so, the beautiful thing about joining GOA is that you stay up to date on what's going on on a local, state, and national level, and we give you the tools on how you can get involved. And those tools are something as simple as contacting your lawmakers to something as beneficial as we are going to have a gun owner's lobby day at the Capitol on this date, at this time, at this location. And we do that across the country. We show up in force. And as a a refugee to Florida, you saw the news of how for every committee meeting we had for the permitless carry bill, there was gun owners showing up to the legislative chambers telling lawmakers, yeah, you know, the bill's good and all. We want more yes we 're not no, happy it, with the table scraps you're giving us, and that 's because GOA organized that
4: and, and Lewis, what people need to understand because i 'm going to tell you something i 'm from there, I lived there all my life up until a couple of years ago. People are openly aware that the government is the enemy of their freedoms, business owners, honest people, when you live in these hellholes, you know that even the people who say they 're republicans. They agree with the, with the fascists. They agree with the Marxists. They're looking to disarm good people, too. Because this is a topic that um, not only don't people win elections on, but they lose it on fighting for the unalienable rights of the American. It's not popular to fight for liberty in these Democrat sewers, but it is in the good states. And it is because people like you are the ones putting up the fight. So, Luis Valdez of the Gun Owners of America, gunowners.org. I can't wait to talk to you again, and I know it's going to be when you win another case fighting for people who are having their rights taken away throughout the fascism, the communism, the Marxism practiced by their own government. It's through you having the courage to do so that I'm proud to be a member, and I want everyone to be a member. Thank you so much, Louis Valdez. I so appreciate you. Thank you.
10: Thank you, Sean, and again, thank you for being that shining beacon of liberty in these dark and troubling times. Because the work you do on the airwaves is important,
4: and I'm buying dinner. If you can, uh, you know, I know <laughs> we got we got to figure this out. I'm coming over to Miami. We'll go to Chicas. Did you ever go there in the Miami Art Deco District? Yes, I have. We're going together, and we're going soon. Deal, deal, deal. I'll bring the cigars. Excellent. I'll see you Saturday. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you. I have a good one, brother. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The Answer. AM 560. The Answer. Twist that Twist that Come on, come on, come
4: on. I like a good classic. You know I do, Squirrel. I just told the lovely Honey Bunny, who informed me she's taking days off. I don't like days off. I don't like when my team takes days off. She's going to see your grandpappy. I said, well, fly to grandpappy into Chicago. Oh, no. I love that grandpappy. He survived Korea. He couldn't survive. We ain't going to take a chance with the sewer in Chicago. And that kind of follows right into Scott and Sycamore.
3: Hey, how's it going, Sean?
4: Good, Scott. How are you?
3: You know, I I heard what you were just talking about a little bit ago, and I said, you know, I got to call and tell Sean this, because he'll probably get a kick out of it. (laughs) You know, I spent four years in a war zone. I spent three years in Iraq, a year in Afghanistan. I was a DOD firefighter. And what amazed me in my time over there is that more people were killed in the city of Chicago in gang and gun violence than Iraq and Afghanistan combined. And yet, everybody's oblivious to it, because they want to go after all of our legal gun owners and all the people who are just trying to defend our own homes and our families. And yet, they're oblivious that you have federal gun crimes that are violated every day in the city of Chicago, and yet... The local prosecutors don't want to give up the cases to the feds so that it can actually maybe stop some of these things that have mandatory life sentences. No, <clears throat> they just give them a BS charge, send them back on the street, and it's just repeating the cycle.
4: You know what it's it is, Scott? It's for the same
3: war zone.
4: Go, go ahead, buddy. I didn't mean to cut you off.
3: It's it's pathetic to me that more people died here than two war zones combined. That's pathetic.
4: And, you know, Scott, it's all part of the same story because it's the controlled demolition of America. It's the controlled demolition. And I am so, first of all, you're going to get a shirt, so stay on the line. But I am so, there are so many things I want to ask you. So many things. You were in these areas. And there are so many things I want to ask you. And now that you look back this many years later, and I am so curious to know what the take of the actual warrior is. Not the cowards that sent them. The scam artists and the frauds who blindfolded the people with propaganda. When you take into total all of the American lives, all of the chaos, all of the destruction, and I'm so curious to know if you have that same bitter taste in your mouth that so many Vietnam veterans had, and so many people will have when they realize what we're doing in Ukraine. And I'm, you know, it, it, you look at the, the, the reality of these missions, of this policy. I can't come up with a good answer for it. I can't come up with a good reasoning for it. But yet here we are, sticking the fork in the outlet, just continuing to buy the lie from the liars who have been lying to us for a hundred years. And when you take a guy like yourself and you go there for four years and you come back and you say, what's happening in my home city is worse than the war zone I went to. It's one big freaking soap opera that's an illusion of a representative republic, an illusion of government, I have yet to see a Joe Biden brother made house in Iraq. Have you ever seen a Jim Biden house in Iraq?
3: No, but um, Joe Biden came when I was um, a captain in uh, in the Victory Base Complex. Uh-huh. And uh, I got in a little bit of trouble because I refused to go down and be part of the show. They wanted us to bring down some of our rigs from the firehouse and basically be background images for him coming for a visit and luckily my entire crew and myself refused kind of upset the chief and some other people but we're like hey i'm not going down there to be a, a, a tool for these idiots good that are just screwing everything up
4: you know scott as you're talking i'm thinking about all of the people throughout the years all of the warriors all of the patriots who are used by traitors. like they want to use you as a photo op and i, and I want to thank you Number one, I'm so glad you came back. I'm so sad so many others didn't because those are the people who understood what true patriotism is and the traitors that send them. Scott, stay on the line. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me not hang up on them. Here we go. I mean, that's the least I could do. Thank you for calling the show. Dr- Jim in South Elgin. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. I love the uh, language in the background.
0: That's Please tell a, me do. that
4: you have pants on. Do you have pants on?
0: I do, and I have my Hawaiian shirt on as well. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> I just mentioned something. Specifically
4: about the pants for a reason, but go ahead. That's right.
0: Hey, I like your bite, but not that much. Anyways, I just sent you something called Show Prep. It's a video of a guy in New York that was working at a hotel, and he kind of yeah. came out and was talking about what's going on mm-hmm. with his kids that are 10, 12 years old, drinking and having drugs and all the, the problems videos The videos, video the
4: videos, a couple days old. If you think, you yeah. and, that, and the pretend man on the streets, you think I need you for Show Prep, seriously i mean i like I'm you just, you know you're walking around yeah. with that uh, that jeremy uh porn star mustache ears but i don't need you for that's show. but i do like the topic and by the way that's every city where the illegal aliens have been sent and it's why the democrat mafia doesn't like when good politicians get them out of good states and send them to sanctuary cities now shut up and pay the bill alan rosemont hey
2: Sean. thank you for taking my call uh, I, I had a question uh, regarding uh, uh, this um, slow response with the uh, Air Force to uh, assist at assessor Cessna, who unfortunately crashed and killed their family. Uh, uh, do you think we are ready to protect this country uh, based upon
4: this response? Al, you know who's ready? Me and you, if we live next door to each other. But if you rely on this government... <laughs> My man, I got news for you. It'll be like some dystopian movie where we're blind walking a Bible to San Francisco. It'll be like the Book of Eli. So, no, of course we're not prepared. You take a look at these butter-handed pansies pretending to be politicians. My favorite is when they asked uh, KJP if uh, Joe, what Joe Biden's thoughts were. He doesn't know if it's Tuesday or frack in July. You think he knows about a sonic boom? Please. He thought he was gassy, him or Jill. Thank you very much, Alan Rosemont. Thank God that me and Al... Are prepared, which is why I don't turn my safety over to, uh, to uh, the government.
1: Did the president have any role in the decision to scramble F 16s, or is that process. Did he have any
4: role? Listen, honey, I understand you got the job because you're a Democrat and you pretend to be the press, but you don't. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Honey, it's all he can do to stand up. You think he's aware of a plane? He doesn't even know what a plane is. You ask him without a cue card or one of those glass things that put the words on it, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Uh, self-contained.
6: It's NORAD and DOD NSC.
7: So what I can say for
6: sure
4: is that... By the way, Squirrel, when he hears NORAD, he thinks his crack-smoking dimwit son knocked up another stripper. He's like, another one? I got to pay another alimony check. You don't know where fracking
7: NORAD is. The president was uh, certainly briefed um, and uh, throughout the process and kept kept abreast. Can't speak to the kept abreast. Really? You keep me abreast there, Chesty. The exact process and what comes first and how it all runs down. Uh, Clearly, this is a Department of Defense uh, that kind of led uh, certainly led this operation. When she says Department of Defense, I think of all of those scallywag scoundrels
4: like Jake Sullivan ex-CIA moron, looks like one of those puppets from Toy Story. Tell me a nice lie, Jake, will you?
0: We are for de-risking, not for decoupling. We are not looking to decouple our economy from China.
4: We are- sure, because you're a traitor. You're a traitor to America. And you like the implosion. Which is why you were a Barack Obama-ass barnacle. And why you pretend this dimwit in diapers is still a man, let alone the president. <laughs>
6: <laughs> excuse me i'm sorry i'll take another sip of water go
0: ahead just stand on your feet this time
9: we did it joe you're gonna be the next president of the united states yeah
4: look at her real skill is finding underpants under car seats
8: uh craig mount greenwood hey sean thanks for taking my call hey before i ask you a question can i uh, make a comment about you and your show perhaps Okay. Man, day in and day out, brother. It's the kind of topics that are really important and we don't hear anywhere else in that, i got to commend you and thank you because um, you get it up there and we can hear about it, we can talk about it, and I'll tell you what, I'm hoping that more and more people listen to the show, they all get up to speed and know what's going on in this damn country and that uh, we can make some progress somehow, someday.
4: You know, okay. Craig, it's it's fascinating. We were I was talking with my wife here, we and then we were talking about, you know, what are you going to do and what's the plan? i'm never going to stop doing this i could hit the lottery i could do whatever i want i don't care what it i'm never going to stop doing this you know why craig we are growing our numbers are good the support to the station is fantastic by honest business people that are still out there and i think it's a difference because anybody that comes out here and tells you to lose at a slow pace they're frauding the american people i'm not going to let it happen while i'm upright so go ahead
8: kid i got democrats at work and everything like that that I told them about your program. They're still listening. Good. Ronald Reagan was
4: a Democrat at one point. What we have to do is tell people, this is not a Democrat and Republican government. This is an illusion of representation. This is a duopoly of corruption that will keep it going. will lie and cheat. And the reason it does is because there's two kinds of Americans, unfortunately. Then there's us. And our side is growing. But the two sides that pretend this is still a representative republic are the scum Scam artist corporatists like Fink and Jamie Dimon and the rest of them. Those are the upper echelon oligarchs. But the, even the meathead morons who pretend that they work at the street department. How are you doing? They kiss the ass of the short-in-the-pants Irishman. The, the mafia members and those that are too stupid to be in it. Now, those are the ones that maybe think they're getting ahead because they get their rent paid. But we're going to win in the end because this is all a financial Ponzi scheme, fraud,
6: that
8: will collapse. But go ahead. All right. Now, here's the big thing that really got my attention. I heard this a couple of times about how that Ukraine, not only are they getting this tens or hundreds of billions of dollars in cash, it's like unlimited supply. Go, it's unaccounted for. There's no accounting. How can there be this arrangement with our government that they can send all this cash? No, no, and- no. no. Ferret Face
4: Garland went there. He said they're keeping it on a ledger like 1932, like Al Capone used to keep track of his booze receipts. Come on, right. And by the way, anytime you mention
1: Ukraine... 400
4: million missing. Zelensky, eliminating elections. Imprisoning the opposition party. Let's fight for democracy. Freckin' morons who vote for this government will believe anything. 312-642-5600.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On The Sean Thompson Show, on AM560, The Answer. AM 560. The answer.
4: This is the Blues Brothers, right? What a good moment. Remember when Belushi died? No, you were a kid. Were you even born when he died? Oh. Phenomenal loss to America. And then when Patrick Swayze died, that's when America took a turn for the worst. Bill and Hinsdale.
3: Hey Sean, uh, I was just t- telling uh, Honey, Bunny, Bunny. whatever you call her, Honey Bunny. Yeah, Honey Bunny. Um, it, why did Joe Biden not run at sixteen? Was he just cooking so much money that it
4: was it was Hillary's uh, turn?
3: No, it wasn't. You're a two time vice president. What was Hillary Clinton? A no, nothing. but everybody everybody
4: knew Joe Biden couldn't get elected. It was Hillary's turn. After all, you they have been protecting the Clintons pff, since he was the pretend governor of Mina. And uh, uh w- or of Arkansas, and Mina was the Drug Distribution Center of America. They even protect Whitewater and all the rest of it. She earned her way. It's like, uh, yeah. Bill, when you watch the movies of, about the New York syndicate, you earn your way up. You earn your way up. Now you get to go, and you get to go. Come on, these guys aren't elected. They're selected, Bill. And in the meantime, the Duchess of Chaffington yeah. was so unpopular that even lifelong Democrats, they still couldn't get the numbers. And I guarantee you, they cheated just as much as they cheated when Biden won. But there were so few people that actually showed up for that big dump truck that she couldn't even pull off the scam. Thank you very much, Bill and Hinsdale. But you, I, you, I feel sorry for the taxes this poor guy's paying.
6: We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Ta-da! I think we can pull this together. I'm optimistic. I really genuinely are.
4: Yeah with enough stupid people in the country who still think there's a Democrat and Republican Party, ta-da, you're a diaper-wearing, dimwit, feeble fascist who's destroying my country. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, sure, how are you? Good, you like to pretend there's elections, don't you? You like to pretend. Come on. You're going to tell everybody, vote and register and bat, 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 bat. Right, go ahead.
2: I already told anybody what I was going to tell you. You should have been on the prompts when she typed it in for you. I
4: don't How's like to be. I like to be surprised why i don't look at my wife's underwear drawer shoot so
2: so i love what uh, crack from mount greenwood said you do inspire a lot of people you do inform a lot of people absolutely right and
4: you know why reagan
3: won I'm
4: reagan reagan won because he could articulate the issues and stood for a principle unlike any republican
3: any you're going to cut me off or let, let me answer I'm not, the go ahead go ahead you i answered the question All right, okay you want to answer so your own reagan question what do you think this is the view inspired, he inspired. Reagan won because he inspired,
2: just like you do, a bunch of Democrats to go from be voting for Democrat to Republican. They called him Reagan Democrats. You're very aware of that. Of Plus, course. he had sunny optimism. He, he was a very he was an optimist. He was not a pessimist or a realist.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
3: thing is,
2: as you know, I'm frustrated with you because you articulate those things, but then you tell people don't
3: vote. Well, that because doesn't make any sense.
4: Trump had all of those qualities, and he was cheated. He was character assassinated. He was impugned relentlessly by his own government. And he capitulated in the last year of his presidency. Right? So if you're asking me if I think anybody running, I certainly know it isn't that moron, what's his name, Asa Hutchinson, with that stupid comb over, for God's sake, somebody shut that moron up. It's not going to be even Vivek Ramaswamy. It's not going to be. It's going to be be characters. So what's going to happen, what should happen, is that good people like you, should go to areas yeah. where you can still have a chance of showing sure up, where they're not completely Democrat, mafia-run hellholes, like Chicago or Illinois. And you save those people, and you should fight for Cory and Woodla- Woodlawn like I'm doing. I want Cory to move in my building. I want every good American to move in my building. And everybody run from the mafia. Stop pretending this wasn't a stolen election. It was stolen. These are traitors in the Republican and Democrat party. Should I give Kevin McCarthy a check? Right here, I got your check. Right here. I'll be back after this.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like God
3: job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so easy. Friends of the show. Say, this looks like a job. For me. Economic
4: so guru for me, at Heritage Foundation, E.J. Anthony. So How do you like the Ponzi scheme funding bill? Bipartisan, I might add.
2: Oh well, if it's bipartisan, I mean, well then, by all means, let's just go right ahead and do it.
4: Yes, I think, I think, I think the Third Reich was bipartisan. I'm pretty sure the USSR very bipartisan. Not to mention there was Fidel Castro and Che Guevara, very bipartisan. Um. Are you buying a minute of it? No,
2: no, not at all. And, you know, Sean, what's what's so amazing here is that it's bad enough that McCarthy's negotiators got outsmarted by the Biden team, which they very clearly did. But then when they got called out on it, they started defending their actions instead of going back to the negotiating table and admitting, you know what, we made a mistake here. We got out Foxed. We're going to go back and try to get a better
4: deal. They didn't even have the humility to do that. He was in Chicago raising money on it. You're going to love it. But the reality is this. You had an opportunity that you can never get back because the velocity of money is it's millisecond to millisecond. It's a fascinating concept when you look at it as time versus money. And when you realize that the trajectory is insane, we're going to spend $9 trillion if we're lucky, $3.7 trillion already just on the VIG, as it's called in my neighborhood, or interest, as it's called with people who graduate from college. But the reality is this is a runaway bankruptcy plot that has no end in sight. And you had an opportunity to prioritize and go through some of the spending. I was listening to this. I just want your take on it.
5: Republicans point at Democrats and say, we don't like your programs. Let's cut your programs. Democrats look at Republicans and say, no, no, don't cut our programs, cut yours. Everybody's don't cut mine, cut yours. That's why I've taken the approach and continue to take the approach. We should cut everything across the board. In the past, there were always like conservatives who say, let's get rid of public television. Let's get rid of Sesame Street and Big Bird. And they'd get so much grief over it. It's like, why do that? You're not balancing the budget over Big Bird. Take 1% of Big Bird's budget. Take 1% of everybody's budget. And what what would that bring about? It would bring about more conservation of the dollar. It would bring about more restraint and more reform. I'll end with this. People say, where would you cut? I would say everywhere. But I can give you, on the tip of my hand, ridiculous stuff that should have 100% cut, but is never cut and goes on and on. In the early 1970s, William Proxmire, a conservative Democrat, pointed out that the National Science Foundation was spending $50,000 to study what makes people fall in love. Now, that's a better, I think, topic for a Cosmopolitan magazine than it is for a government study. Nowadays, it's gone up. We spent a million dollars having young people take selfies of themselves while smiling and then looking at it later in the day to see if looking at pictures of yourself smiling makes you a happier person. And he goes on,
4: item after item, and he educates the idiots that think they saved society by increasing the waste, fraud and abuse and the Keynesian Ponzi scheme. Versus the budget. This is the problem. If we don't get specific, then it's just more of the same. And pick a dictator you're comfortable with, right?
2: And, you know, I think I would throw onto that, that list that the senator was just uh, saying, you know, maybe we should stop funding, oh, I don't know, virus manipulation in Wuhan, China. Uh, well, you don't want to
4: get too smart with the morons out there that think there's a Republican Party. Because there's a lot of people who are telling you you won. And we don't want to get too deep. Because then we may enter foreign policy and make them question, you mean you're believing liars that have lied to you for seven wars and a hundred years? You know, so we don't want to get too specific. After all, the real problem is the American people, for the most part, are either too interested in men in tights chasing balls or too stupid enough to really care about what we're doing. Isn't that true?
8: Well,
2: Sean, I mean, I I think he's got a really, really good point that when you have an uninformed public... Right, who who always think that uh, you know my senator or my representative is bringing home the goodies for me, not realizing that every other senator and every other representative is doing it for all the other parts of the country, then the American people are constantly thinking that they're getting some kind of deal out of this. They're not. They're paying for everyone else's programs just as everyone else is paying for their programs, except that all the clowns in D.C. get to take a cut off the top as the money changes hands. So you're worse off when the government starts doing things for you because it's doing things for everyone else at your
4: expense. And the specificity goes unmentioned at this point because it's it's intentional. That's why the Republicans are a mere reflection of the Democrats. And I want it to change. I think it can change, but only if Donald Trump changes it, because he's the only one that really can 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 change it. But he needs to acknowledge where he wasted. Were he frauded and were he abused? Do you think he has the character to come out and say, I had three incredible years. I, like the vast majority of Americans, were swindled, were conned, and bought the lies that the government was telling me. And it's the greatest regret of my life. And if I have another opportunity to be president, I can assure you I will never, ever again even toy with the idea. Of American fascism do you think he has the character to do that you know what he's
2: he's got it uh he definitely has it in his history I mean you go back and you watch clips of him from 30 or 40 years ago and he speaks with actually an incredible amount of humility acknowledging his past mistakes and how he has learned from them etc and if he can uh maybe you'll know, reignite that spark of his character then I think that is exactly the winning formula that you're describing
4: I just need somebody to tell him that. The problem with him is he surrounds himself with scallywags. Scallywags! From Roger Stone to the rest of them. Democrats and who were mongering and all kinds of just rejection, ridiculousness. Do you think that he's been so humiliated, so character assassinated, that he may be willing to get rid of the people that have led him this far down the path of destruction?
2: Well, I I think so, in in particular, because after the 2020 uh, loss, whether you want to say it's fraudulent or not, the fact of the matter is the fact of the matter is he listened uh, to a lot of uh uh, so-called attorneys who frankly had no idea what they were talking about in terms of constitutional law and he made a lot of claims which weren't true i'm not saying claims about the election itself but claims about the electoral process about the constitution and you think he kind of wound up with egg on his face you know people like lynn wood for example why on earth he was ever in trump's inner circle i have no idea but I i hope that after getting burned by that many people who he trusted? I hope he has learned who he can and who he can't trust. That was that was the same thing that plagued Ulysses S. Grant in his presidential administration—that he couldn't pick his friends.
4: Now, the, the my favorite saying is the one thing we know is that we don't know, and it's very early. We got still 500 days. Don't we, until the election. I mean, it's it's ridiculously early, but it does lead people to take their eye off of the and diapers pretending to be president right now. And don't you think uh, the so-called Republicans should focus on an impeachment at this point? I don't care about the Senate. I don't care if you can't get it done. You either stand for something or you bow for everything. The problem is that's what the Republicans do. They bow. So do you think that maybe those, those Republicans that spoke truth about this debt ceiling increase will stand up and say it's time to impeach Joe Biden and not wait for the election?
2: You know, I have my doubts. I really do. I, there, there is certainly a minority of Republicans, Sean, when you go through the numbers, who really uh, have, have actually looked through the evidence and say, you know what, there is enough here uh, to indict Biden uh, or to impeach him, rather, but there's certainly enough there to indict other members of the Biden family for all kinds of various you know, money laundering schemes and, and the rest. I mean, we just found out today uh, that the FBI uh, whistleblower may not be able to testify because they're almost certain that that he'll be murdered as soon as it's revealed, as soon as his identity is revealed. I mean, it, it is amazing the extent to which the deep state has infiltrated so uh, much of the government.
4: Jim Comer and the Republican, the, this Tea Party Part 2, are walking a tightrope. And they're raising campaign contributions. I believe that's all they're doing. There's a specific reason why they don't mention the I-word. Um, how much longer until the rest of the Republicans catch on to this?
2: I mean, Sean, if, if the last few battles are any kind of indication, I, I'm not sure we should have a whole lot of faith in, in the Republican caucus at this point uh, in, in terms of their ability to catch on to these things. Uh, Again, there's a minority of Republicans who seem to be actual conservatives, who seem to actually know what's going on. They understand the budget. They understand our spending trajectory is not sustainable, et cetera. Uh, But you know what? There's a a whole heck of a lot of rhinos out there, and there's plenty of Democrats, obviously, too, who are – they they share an agenda. Let me put it that way.
4: I had George Gilder on Friday, who I love. You know, George Gilder is – the problem is George Gilder is 82. He's an older man. He um, was at the forefront and really at the beginning of venture capital and the rest of it. But moreover, he understands the principles of of a free market versus a collectivist government market. Do you think there's enough people in this country, in particular people that are speaking up for the opposition to government supremacy, to maybe bring that back home and make that part of the agenda of the Opposition to Democrats called Republicans.
2: You more and more, I, I think that's the case. As I start going through polling data, you know that that seems to be the growing sentiment. Especially as people have seen, uh, you know, how intrusive government has been over the last several years alone, and and how much further the government uh, has has overstepped their bounds and in, infringed on people's freedoms. But at the same time, there's there's some really scary. Uh, uh items you know some really scary facts you find in that polling data i'll, I'll give you just one twelve percent of americans so that's more than one in ten for the democrats listening or those who went to chicago public schools twelve percent of americans would be okay with a government camera in their home in other words a camera that governments <laughs> can view you or that bureaucrats can view you all the time to make sure you're not committing crimes twelve percent of americans I mean, is, is this communist China? Is this communist Russia? How on earth did we get here?
4: You know, what disgusts me is that I, I was blessed in life to have a, a best friend in life whose father and mother fled communism in in Cuba. And when you learn from those people, you understand the problem with communism, aside from the fact it's a fraud and a failure, is that people subscribe to the lie. When I saw so many people support the lie of the Republican Party as they pretended that the shutdown would destroy the velocity of $24 trillion. And you heard idiots repeating that, idiot after idiot, $24 trillion. Do they um Do they understand that that was a complete fraud and that this government was shut down every year when R- Ronald Reagan was president? And that what they were referring to was the GDP, and that now what they supported was an increase in a debt that is 120 plus percent more than the entire GDP of this country in one year? Do they even fathom what a lie that was told to them by so-called Republicans? And if they do, don't you think it's time to stop supporting anybody that would utter it?
2: You know, it's, it's scary, but I feel like half of the people on the Hill that I talk to can't spell things like GDP. So, no, I, I don't think they understand what's going on. I don't think they understand what they did, the magnitude of the consequences. Uh, and, you know, when I talk to not just legislators, but you know, when I talk to you know, the average American and I try to explain the incredible impact, the horrible impact, that all of this has had on our children, for example, who missed out on years of schooling, on years of socializing uh, the number of people, uh, especially young people who have been traumatized uh, by the you know the the incessant uh, neurotic coverage of the media telling everyone to be scared for their lives for so long, and that you 're all going to kill your grandmother if you 're not careful i mean it, it is difficult to overestimate. the the amount of mental harm we've done, let alone the economic harm, and almost no one understands it.
4: American oligarchs do understand it. Jamie Dimon, Larry Fink, to name just a couple of who I describe, in my opinion, as absolute traitors to principles of not just capitalism but Americanism, are in China right now. When you see policies enrich china support the idea of de-dollarization as we bastardize the principles of it and that movement picks up worldwide i interpret this as absolute intentional absolutely deliberate and the controlled demolition of not just our currency but our nation how long do we have in your opinion because i respect it and i know nobody knows the numbers better than you if you had the guess. We're at 120% of GDP. We just massively increased it. Nobody gives a rip of how much. How much longer can we continue this Ponzi scheme?
2: Well, in terms of what what it's going to do with de-dollarization, I mean, we have less than a decade. It is gaining so much steam so fast that you have not even 10 years, again, for the Democrats, let's say it's a long decade, is. but you have not even 10 years before de-dollarization hits that tipping point where all of a sudden the dollar has lost value so fast on the international stage that everyone gets rid of it. You know, we, we've observed this with a lot of different countries over time. We observed it with the British pound. We observed it with the German mark. Uh, this is not like something that's never happened before. We, we have precedent for this. And, you know, Sean, we, we talked literally months ago uh, about how Biden took the unprecedented step to accelerate the dollarization yes. by politicizing the dollar, right? And we said, you know, you and I both said, how long is it going to be before they start saying the countries who aren't even at war, just they're going to say, you know what, you're not woke enough, and we're going to threaten your dollar assets. That's what they're doing to countries in Africa now who have anti-sodomy laws.
4: Larry Fink, in China, brags about controlling business hiring and firing and salary practices, because Larry Fink controls $10 trillion, $14 trillion. God knows how much he really controls when you factor in his influence. And he's in China. The inbred fraud, Prince My Ass in Saudi Arabia, owns how many of our politicians, tells us today, I'm going to produce a million barrels less next month. Forget about it. The only way to beat him is through principles and American success, yet I hear none of it. Not from the right or the left. Will no, they wake no, up when no. they realize these are traitors?
2: No, there's, there's, there's no articulation uh, of principle whatsoever. You were talking earlier about Reagan and, and the secrets of, of his success, right? And, and the fact is that until you get somebody uh, like a Donald Trump back in charge who can articulate those principles and who can champion the American success story like nobody else, I mean, that's what we need right now. We don't need somebody to tell us like, oh, oil's so evil and we need to have windmills. No, we need to say to somebody, you know what? There's oil in the ground. Go figure out how to get it and make everyone rich off of it. You know, it, 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 was not, uh, it, it was not the transformation of American energy to, towards solar panels that made the economy so great under President Trump. It was unleashing American energy, giving us not just energy independence, but energy dominance,
4: My favorite are the states that fail. They tell you to buy electric cars, and they tell you don't plug them in. It's the acceptance of communism, not the communists selling it, that I think is our biggest um, real problem. It's the same thing that brought down everywhere it's ever touched. The only way it's going to be changed is if people really, and I mean this, educate themselves. And that's why having you on every week is so important to me. And you people at Heritage Foundation are so important. Don't ever quit. And I want everybody to go to heritagefoundation.org. Um, to support you. I can't thank you enough, E.J., really. Thank you for making time for me. Well, Sean, thank you for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
4: 19 years ago today, 19 years ago, Ronald Reagan died. 19 years ago today. I didn't hear anybody talk about him. Nobody. Not only was he the last president we ever had that had the principles of Americanism, principles of liberty, enlightenment, freedom, liberty. He's the only one. And not a mention
6: we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Sounds corny.
4: I'm not going to let you hear that fracking idiot who didn't win an election but stole one, corrupt political whore, Joe Biden. I'm not going to let you hear it. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. Because Ronald Reagan deserves a day. He does. He won't get one. Because those principles of Republicanism don't exist in today's Republican Party. They don't. And you lied and swindled. And people really don't want that individualism. They don't want freedom and liberty. They like the degrees of slavery. And they pretend the Republican Party did a debt deal instead of assure your Servitude in the future. That's all it is. But I think he deserves a day. I think he deserves your attention. I think you should tell your kids and grandkids about him. Because it's the only time in this country that we had true growth of private liberty, not government control, government supremacy. And the question is, do the people want it now? I honestly don't know. In
9: 1976, Jimmy Carter promised
6: to hold inflation to 4%. Today, it is 14%. He promised to create more jobs. And now, there are 8 million Americans out of work. He promised to balance the budget. What he gave us was a $61 billion deficit. He promised not to raise taxes, but taxes have risen more than 70%.
4: He would have been a Republican today. Jimmy Carter would have been a Republican today. Ronald Reagan would have been ostracized. That's the difference, is the character of the American. Anybody telling you, that the debt ceiling is good, that the deal is good. To pretend that we're going to win an election when we all know the last one was stolen is somebody telling you a lie. Selling you the most dangerous thing that a fascist, a totalitarian dictator, a fraud could do. Selling you hope. False hope. I'm not going to do that. The hope isn't going to be in winning an election when the last one was stolen. The hope will be saving yourself in the future, by making individual decisions to do so. It certainly isn't going to be turning to Illinois Republicans. I believe the last the head of the Illinois Republican Party voted to uh, allow illegal aliens to be policemen now. Mm. I wonder, is that uh, what Brandon Johnson is talking about?
5: mayor is calling out the city's critics as he works to deliver a public safety plan after less than a month on the job. And WGN political reporter Taman Bradley is in our newsroom now with that part of the story this evening. Taman. Ray
7: and Lord, it's good afternoon. It's tradition. It seems like every Monday the Chicago mayor is expected to react to weekend violence and defend the crime-fighting strategy. No change the last two weeks for this new mayor. He's only been on the job for three weeks, but Chicagoans are already looking to Mayor Brandon Johnson for ways to solve the city's violence problem.
8: You
4: could enforce the fracking law. Hey, moron, moron, enforce the law. Here's how you could make things safe. The way they were safe in the the past, the way they're safe in good run areas. You put the fracking criminals away. You don't hire them. You don't pretend they're going to be peacekeepers. You don't hire illegal aliens to be police. You enforce the fracking laws, but you don't want to do that, huh, dummy? But then again, you're listening to a bus stop Couldn't pay his water bill, standing there in a $5,000 suit, living in Lombard, pretending to be the mayor of Chirac.
0: Chicago has, has suffered a great deal of uh, pain, and all of us have
6: experienced that pain.
4: Sounds a little melancholy today, doesn't he? Where's all of that hooping and hollering and that reverence stuff? I don't hear that.
0: In the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R E S P I C T.
4: Another genius
0: for a very long time in Chicago, and it's one of the motivations that led me
7: to to this office. This past weekend, at least ten people killed and three dozen injured and. Sh- whoa! 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 I understand your. Propagandists,
5: but there was a lot more than that. Mayor Brandon Johnson will be here at the graduation ceremony this morning at Navy Pier. This after another especially violent weekend in the city. By our count, 52 people were hurt in shootings across Chicago, 10 of whom died.
4: You know what the good news is? If you uh, were taught by these Marxist mafia Democrats, you don't know that three dozen is less than 52. Don't worry. It's still more than... Kiev, chicken Kiev. That is cream puff. Jim, you love this sort. Yeah, yeah. Ran uh making a little legal Jeffrey. He he sneaks some
10: uh, aliens to Texas, and then Texas. Sleek Island in Sacramento,
2: which is loaded with lawyers. That town is loaded with lawyers. You can't get down the street. We
4: don't fear like, slip and fall sure, Democrat lawyers. I'm sure, yeah, but I'm sure, I'm, sure Gavin Newsom, I,
10: I'm sure Gavin Newsom will have a lawsuit against the Sanders.
4: Well, I mean, because but the reality is it's a bad sanctuary bad, bad, state. There's a lot blood between those two. But it's a sanctuary state, Jim, versus a state well, that enforces American, American it, laws. It, but Sacramento's hit the
6: right at the heart of California.
2: That's, that's the capital. I hear
4: Sacramento California. smells like O'Hare now, which smells like your old truck cab. Thank you very much. The Democrats all stink. Uh, I, we're not worried about lawsuits. We stand on the principles of Americanism. You see, an illegal is an illegal. Go where you're welcome. Go to Chicago. You guys are all right. You like it.
7: Sanctuary. Uh, we got a new way of governing now. Mm. shootings. Sunday morning, a mass shooting in the Austin neighborhood. This is only the second week of summer in the city of Chicago. We have 12 more weeks to go. Every weekend cannot be a bloody weekend. I think we have to reassess what we're doing. We have to speak with our community, speak with our stakeholders. With interim police superintendent Fred Waller by his side, the mayor is rolling out his public
0: safety plan. What you're going to see over time is Uh uh, a more sophisticated, sharp response to... (laughs) (laughs) Failure is very
4: sophisticated. Oh, yeah. You know what I think about your administration? Sophistication is exactly what I think. Of course, you're practicing a philosophy that's... Responsible for 170 million That's, but it's very sophisticated. There, there's all kinds of sophisticated Marxists.
7: What public safety has to look like. Campaigning for the job, Johnson promised to promote 200 detectives from within CPD ranks, expand crisis teams, create trauma centers, and invest heavily in left-behind communities. That's to- all just reasons to take your money. None of it will happen. It's like the Soviet
4: five-year plan. Why don't you ask a Soviet how that turned out? It's going to turn out the exact same way in the formerly great city. George in Libertyville. Sean,
2: great talking to you again. You know, I'm, I'm, as I'm driving and I'm listening to these, these stats, it's just amazing. It's so bad. It's just now a situation of apathy where people just, it's like they don't even give a crap. No, and Nobody even wants to go into this city. I mean, the people from the suburbs, other than kids, that want to go down there and party, which is understandable. But no, everyone's like, you know, what? why the hell would you want to go down there? There I mean, is no the
3: comment
4: everywhere. There is no fact of corruption. There is no st- statistic of failure. There is no death that will deter the government supremacists from practicing government supremacy. This is the willing slave mentality of a Democrat voter. Now they hope to get in on it because you do know it pays very well to be in on all this scam. Because all of this sophistication, it's just a jobs program of government corruption. And it'll continue. And they'll hope that it isn't their kid that's killed. But to stop the killing is simple. Put away the fracking criminals. Break the backs of the gangs, the drug dealers. But they would disrupt their campaign coffers. Thank you very much, George. I'm sure there's no political skulldugger. No, no, no. Everybody knows the gangbangers and everybody knows the scams. and Everybody knows the corners. But this is a sophisticated way. We're going to sophisticate yourself right back into the Soviet Union. Rich Head Park.
8: Hey Sean, how you doing? How was the weekend?
4: Absolutely splendid.
8: Good. Don, you were talking about the, the uh, shootings. Fifty-three shootings. Ten. Uh, Ten. Kills. Oh,
4: that's only on one station. You go to another station, and it's just a, yeah, just right. three dozen. You're all right. Yeah, you guys are. You're doing great.
8: What is the sense of urgency here? He talks about in time, uh, things will get better. The time yeah. is now. He's got to do something now. Yeah, but you know what you should do?
4: You should stop maybe listening to a man in a miniskirt. 312-642-5600.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I
4: like that the inbred phony prince, prince, prince my ass, you inbred Saudi moron. Your parents were cousins. You're going to cut oil. Ooh. If we had a man in the White House, he'd say, so what? We'll pump five times as much. What do you want to do now? Inbred. But not this one. This president is an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic.
6: Not a joke. Think about it. We hold these truths to be self-evident.
3: All men and women created by, "You you know the thing.
4: And the morons pretend he won. Last good president we had unfortunately died on this day 19 years ago.
6: The largest proportion of the nation's population in our history. Last weekend in the Washington Post, I noticed that there were almost 50 pages of help-wanted ads. And since September 1982, according to the conference board, the nationwide help-wanted index has almost doubled, a sure sign of economic vitality. Unemployment, as I mentioned, is down to 6.8%. When you focus only on those who have been unemployed 27 weeks or longer, the number drops still lower. And even here, in the case of the long-term unemployed, there is hope in the form of our Job Training Partnership Act. This act replaced old programs that were training people for jobs that didn't exist anywhere close by and spending as much to do it as it cost to... He turned it around
4: in a year and a half. By rejecting the ideas of not just imbecile Jimmy Carter voters, but the establishment moron Republican voter. You know, the one that told you the debt ceiling deal is good for you. It's not good for you. What's good for you is the fact that there is a history of turning it around in a hurry. You just have to elect somebody and make sure we don't get cheated again by somebody who understands the principles of Americanism.
1: It's either that or secede. I'm good with that one, too broke with the idea that the federal government, through the application of its resources, could help American life, which was a very stark ideological break with the way the American uh, government had been going since the mid 40s. And then on foreign policy, his uh, increased defense spending and his very strong position against the Soviet Union, coupled with a willingness to actually negotiate with the Soviet Union, which got
4: Nobody talks for about diplomacy and peace. Nobody except the communists. But they own our president. So we'll be sure to pay off the swindle of the pretend Ukrainians.
10: Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. I don't know if you heard, but there's been an outbreak of chicken pox at one of the Chicago police stations downtown that they're housing illegal
4: aliens in. They have the- Better than those monkey pox in Boys Town. But go ahead. Yeah. So, so... so uh, I- I'm thinking. Wait a minute. Chickenpox. Almost
10: 100 percent of the United States population has been immu- immunized from chickenpox. A
4: vaccine that was developed in 1950 and finally introduced to the public in 1963. Ooh. So, so by my math, that's 13 years of testing before they gave it to the people, huh?
10: Absolutely. Well, and they started thing. testing it in Africa first, Nigeria.
4: So well, just yeah. So, yeah. Well, listen, those are the days of old now. Got people pretending to be vaccinated, walking around looking like Dr. Awarty with that Bell's palsy. We'll be back in 21 hours to expose the lies, corruption, and fraud, also known as the American government. Have a good night. If you're in Chicago, serpentine. Great night.
0: Have an American night